Nando's, the home of Perry Perry Chicken. Stav, Abby and Matt. Hit 105. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stav, Abby and Matt. With music. Not on the podcast, actually. Who sings it? Who does sing our jingle? Does anyone uh, know who sings our jingle? Pia Miranda? No, no, but she did. So I, you know, P. Miranda from uh, look, hating Al- Alice. Nice looking for Alice Brandy. Thank you, hating Alice Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're thinking hating Laura Ashley, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or, and you, that was the one that Delta Good. Alice and Ashley, hating Alice and Ashley. Yes, and uh, looking for Alice Brandy. Do you remember that book? Looking for yes, yeah, it was everyone in looking for Alice Brandy. No, Alice Brandy is Alice Brandy. Yeah, I'm confused now. Yeah. Um, so she was in that book in the movie. Yeah. Remember, and it really made her famous. Yeah. So then I went and did a uh, like a pilot show, auditioned for a Channel Ten show that they were going to do. Yeah. Um, just a few years ago, a couple of years ago, and she was there. She was another panelist on there, and I was like, "Hi, I'm like." She's like, "I'm Pia Marin. I'm like, "I know, I love you." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, who are you?" And I said, "Oh, I'm Abby." And she goes, "Oh, cool. Where are you from?" And I said, "Oh, from Brisbane." And she started singing to me. And I was like, okay. Stab and Abby. Was it just Stab? (laughs) Stab. Yeah, she she was singing everything to me. And I was like, this is weird. She's like, sorry, I do all your voiceovers for all the shows. Yeah, right. Maybe this is what we're talking about. Maybe this is her. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Matt. No? No, that was a long story to say that's not her. Sorry. No, that's her. Nah. Why? Hang nah, on, Kaz, our producer, has given us a no. Come in here. We can't, we can't she hear you the through talking, the glass. But she doesn't sing. Well, why did she sing to you? I thought she did the singing. Oh, I don't know. No, she, she used to do the. She used to do like that. Stop. Hit one hundred and five. Yeah. Yes. Hi. Um. Pia doesn't do our voiceovers anymore because you, you, you do. Oh. Yeah. But that's not you singing. But who's singing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't sing for us ever again, sweetie. Never, who sings? Ever do that again. Uh, I don't know who sings. I think she's American from. I, th- I don't think they've changed it since. American. I think it's still Pete. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Here, this is. You'll hear the jingle and then you'll hear Kaz kick in saying it. Stav, there you are. And Matt. That's, that's Kaz. That's Kaz. That's me. Like, do you, guys. If you listen to Hit 105 across Hits the day. And old school. Do your voiceover voice. What voiceover voice? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> 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 oh. You can have the next Siri. <laughs> yeah, maybe. S- say you're an asshole in your voiceover voice. You're an asshole. <laughs> that doesn't even hurt. That's the best. That makes me want to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> say uh, apologies, but they died during surgery. Apologies, but they died during surgery. <laughs> Wow. We're on to something oh, here. This the, is the best. The plane's going to crash. Everyone say your final goodbyes. Everyone, the plane is going to crash, so please look to the person beside you and say your goodbyes. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 See Didn't want to go to Bali anyway. <laughs> Shit hole. <laughs> Bad news through voiceover. There's something in that. There's money to be made. Say, um, honey, I'm leaving you and you're keeping the kids. Honey, I'm leaving you and you're keeping the kids and I'm keeping the cash. <laughs> 
She added that herself on the end there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like Google. When they start to learn, you're like, okay, yeah. enough, yeah. enough. <laughs> All right, here we go. Play the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I'm teaching you how to slide into DMs. Look him up on Instagram. Instagram. Why don't you message him on Instagram? And I was like, no. All right, so Maddie Acton, over the last couple of days, you've been saying that you know that The Bachelor, Nick Cummins, is single because you saw him flirting on social media. He posted a photo saying, when you're finally on top of things, and he was on top of the car. And a girl wrote back saying, oh, I'd like to be on top of you. Yeah. And he flirted back by writing ha ha, ha. which you said was inappropriate. But only because of the comment that he wrote. I've, he's allowed to comment back to girls, but if she makes a comment like, I want to get on top of you, you shouldn't engage with that. You should just let that one go by the wayside. Uh-huh. You're sounding like you're giving more information and you may be guilty. So, um, Your Honour, no, I would like to... Oh, yes. I would like that's to question. exactly uh, uh, what uh, I uh, said. Uh. The prosecution is speaking. The defence will have his turn in court. So you're saying if someone was to contact you, you should not flirt? Yes. What would be classed as flirting? Well, I think everyone knows what flirting is. If someone says to you, I want to get on top of you, then yeah. that, and you reply, ha ha, that's flirting. Your Honour, would you believe a love heart emoji would be flirting to a stranger? Uh, in this uh, honourable judge's uh, opinion, a love heart emoji to a stranger would definitely indicate some form or other of flirting, yes. All right, so here's Maddie Acton. You said you would never, ever do it. You find it inappropriate. Yeah. We do have a little bit of evidence, though, because two weeks ago you posted a photo on social media yes. of you doing the kiki dance. Yes. Some people commented on it. They really liked it. And you responded back to one of the girls. She joins us now. Anonymous, good morning. Good morning. Oh. Now. Anonymous, how's it feel to be this close to your crush? <laughs> now, here's the thing, right? Because you posted on that fo- photo saying that is very funny. You said yep. that is hilarious. I love it. Oh. Yes. Now, I don't think that was flirting, but what Maddie Acton wrote back was tagging you with the two laughing emojis with a love heart emoji. Oh, God. Oh, a love heart emoji. Ha ha. Ha ha. I would say, <laughs> I would say that ha ha is less flirting than, than a, a love, love heart, heart emoji. emoji. No, yeah. no, no. But it's the context. She said hilarious. If she had said, I'd love to get on top of you doing the kiki dance, and I replied ha ha with a love heart, then that's wrong. I don't know. See, here's the thing, though. Anonymous. Would, did your partner find it weird that you got a love heart emoji? Yes, he did, actually. Um, oh, he did he? very inappropriate, yeah. Oh, well, apologise. not on good terms now. Oh. Um, apologise to him because that was not my intention. Well, there was a little kissy emoji there, too. Mm. What's, go- what's going on, I, see? I haven't seen the, the comment. You guys are splitting hairs here and even you know it. Ha-ha. No, no, no. It's about the, the original comment that you get. You said don't ever respond back in a flirting way. No, you, no, no. I said it, it's flirting <laughs> because she said I'll get on top of you. Yeah, but you, what you've done is you've flirted with this lady, Anonymous. No, I haven't. I love heart emoji. Oh, you guys are losers. Nice try, You said everyone. that you would never respond back to girls. Play the Play grab. The Play no, the no, grab. No, no, That's on there. Play the grab. Play the grab. That type of message, yeah. I would not engage. Sorry, listen closely. <laughs> listen closely. <laughs> listen closely. Uh. That type of message. That type of message. Yes. Continue. That type of message. Yeah. I would not engage with because I think it's hurtful to your partner. Sorry, Matt, just tell me again what that was. That type of message. Oh, that type of message. So you're allowed to reply back to any message with a love heart emoji? Yes, of course you are. It's an emoji. But if someone says (laughs) to you, get on top of me, and you write back to that, 
I'm saying you shouldn't reply to that message at all. Well, Anna didn't care. Either did her partner. Did you, Anna? No. <laughs> Proving my point. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither did anyone else. No. Mm. Yeah, but no, because her original <laughs> message... If Anna said to me, geez, that looked really hot, I'd like to get you in the back of my car to do a kiki dance, I would, I would not have written back I to think, you, Anna. I think that I was in know. the subtext, wasn't it, Anna? <laughs> no. It's inappropriate for you. I would, I would be annoyed if my husband was sending love heart emojis to someone. Do you know what? That's actually not a joke. If he writes ha-ha, I wouldn't care. But love heart emojis, I'm like, mm-mm-mm. Really? Yeah. So yeah. If, if Anna wrote, G'day Scott in, he wrote, she wrote, he wrote back, G'day love heart, that would upset you. But if Anna wrote, I want to climb on top of you, Scotty, and he wrote back, ha ha, that well, uh-huh. would be okay. If I was flirting with my husband and said, hey, do you want to get on top of me? And he wrote back, ha ha, he would not be getting on top because that's dismissive and a joke. Yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying. You might say ha ha at the moment because it's virtually impossible. No, you'd have to write back a love heart emoji. (laughs) It's all in the intention at the beginning. And as I said, that type of message, Uh, that type uh, of message. uh Yeah. Am I free to go or do I have to post bail? We've got to check with Esther and see what she feels about this. Anna, thank you so much, hon. Love heart, love heart, love heart. Thank you. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Liberal politicians are scrambling to pick a side ahead of another predicted leadership spill. Peter Dutton's expected to launch a second bid to boot the PM this morning. He's almost a regular on this show. Uh, politics, it's, <laughs> it's bloody. Twice. Yes, yeah, but it's, it's You don't know what's coming. I'm getting a good vibe. I've got a yeah. good feeling. Sam Dastiari <laughs> is on the air. Morning, mate. Good morning. What an insane day in Canberra. Like, you uh, can't script this stuff. Tell us, mate. Um, well, we've got to set you up. Everyone's calling you the disgraced uh, former Labor minister. Took a little bit of money from the Chinese. Now got a TV show you can see on 10 Play. We want to know, what have you heard about Dutton and Malcolm and their re-spilling? Last night, the Dutton forces, if you will, were taking around this letter, it's called like Connor Petition, trying to call for a special snap meeting of the Liberal Party they think they've either got the numbers or they're close enough that they can now get the numbers. The Malcolm people went into hiding. So what they did was they turned their phones off and went home. You can't call a meeting if there's no one there. Right. But this morning, the pressure is going to be on Malcolm to actually call another Liberal Party meeting to have another spill. Is there a lot of supporters that he had that are now going, hey, I support you, I'm with you. Oh, now we've seen the numbers. Like, you can understand, I have to go the other side. Ciao, um, Bella. I'll see you for golf yeah. later on. But well, that's, well, They only needed seven, right? right. And what, what they've actually done is they've just blown the show up. The strategy is this. You know, it's like releasing that, you know, the tape of your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, which means you can never get back together again. Is it, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> or so I've been told. Um, but... Their theory is, if we make it bad enough, if we make it terrible enough, then the, we can go to the Malcolm people and say, you may like Malcolm, you may have loved him, but the reality is, it's over now. He's now destroyed. He can't lead. He can't govern. So you have to go with us. The thing to watch, Julie Bishop is waiting to be recruited. That's who she I want to vote for. Let Julie Bishop get in there. She's wonderful. Well, look. The problem that Julie's got is, firstly, there is a element of mm, they're not going to put a woman in the Liberal Party. Uh, and secondly, by being from WA, she's just not one of those very, very powerful blocks of the Liberal Party that, you know, say the left wing is in Sydney, our Liberal Party standards are. Plus, there's already been a Prime Minister called Julia. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, kind of love, eh? going down as well. But can <laughs> yeah. I tell you, right, yeah. if we were in Latin America right now, or we were in Eastern Europe, there would be a 
convoy of Toyota Hiluxes heading towards Parliament with AK-47s in the back, in the boot of the car, people screaming at Viva Lee Revolution. And it would be, you know, either some kind of coup or, or huge story. What I love is everyone gets up today they're reading the paper. Oh, they won't be changing prime ministers again. They go, oh, well. <laughs> what are we hearing about? Um, Dutton's got these childcare places in Brisbane and maybe Malcolm Turnbull was the one that put them forward saying maybe there's some dodgy stuff and payments yeah, going yeah, on there. Look, look we, we all found out there was this thing called Section 44 of the Constitution, which no one had apparently ever read, which results in lots of people losing their jobs. One of the parts of that is you're not allowed to make, you know, you're not allowed to profit from business with the government. whole theory behind it was back in the day when business was a lot more straightforward, they didn't want, you know, ministers doing arms deals and X, Y, Z and making money off government. No, but yeah, seriously, I right want to you kind of doing business from government. It's you. But Malcolm seems to be making it very clear that he's happy to refer his own former minister off to the high court or certainly at least get some legal advice around it. You know, you've come for me, I'll come for you. So Peter Dutton could get in and then go to the High Court and then get out? I suspect if he gets in, sooner rather than later we're going to end up in an election. Like Malcolm's not going to hang around Parliament, right? He'll he'll be in his bloody million-dollar pad on the water in Sydney sipping cocktails. Hey, listen, he's still in that pad. He's the only person in that place who said the Prime Minister's residence. And he goes, I'm not living in that shithole. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He's not You're not looking that far away between now and the next election. Right. You know, and that's annoying, not just because we've got to read about it in the news, but I'm going to lose another Saturday morning where I'm forced to go and vote. Yeah, but you get to eat a sausage. Yeah. Yeah. But I can go to Bunnings and do that any day of the week. this one's free. No, they pay. I get a pay no, where I go. You. They charge. Well, what do you oh, mean? You haven't been paying your title? <laughs> no, I thought they were free sausages. <laughs> I just get it and walk. No, you're that person what? who just gets their sausage and keeps walking. If someone try to get a no, no, you have mixed this up. You've got democracy sausage all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. You know what? You would right now fail your citizenship test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you need to pay for the sausage? You know, you, know? you have to pay for your democracy sausage. That's the way yeah. it works. That's weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. <laughs> it's the way you know what's even weirder? <laughs> People just handing out free sausages for no reason. Well, I take them and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll wait for you. I'm the disgraced politician here, right? Yeah. yeah. And over there, you're, you're effectively just saying, yeah, I give up my vote and what I believe in for a sausage. There's something very Australian by just going around, you know, once a week and changing prime ministers. There's nothing Australian about not paying for your sausage. He's got ya. He does. He's got ya. Your All political right. career is over. Hey, I'll be on your show, disgrace. Hey, yes. how's that? <laughs> Thank you. It's still on 10 play. Thank you so much. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? First calls, get on the air. We want to chat to you this morning. Celine, welcome to the show for the first time. Hi, how are you? We're good. good. What would you like to chat about That's this good. morning? Um, so I was walking home on Monday along Logan Road near the entrance to the M3, uh-huh. and I found all these photos just strewn across the walking path and next to the highway. We'll break so up. Them up. Oh, sorry. So no. I picked up... Oh, sorry. No, she thought okay. he, he, he means he thinks the photos oh. are probably because of a breakup. Oh, no. Well, maybe, but they're from, like, the 90s to, like, up to 2013, and it's, like, this old couple and wedding photos oh. and maybe even their daughter getting married as well. Wow. Oh, so if anyone's so, missing any photos, call 131060, yeah. but you think maybe deliberate? Um, 
I don't know. Maybe they were moving houses yeah. or, like, maybe someone was looking at it. Somehow it flew out the window um, and just got destroyed by cars. But I only picked up, like, half of them, and now when I went back, they were, like, all gone. Right. Oh. Ah, right. See, I'm, see, that sounds to me very much like uh, we're done. Bang, out the window it Is it goes. fascinating to look? I would be fascinated to look through all the photos. Yeah, yeah. it's great finding other people's photos. Across the um, uh, the bookstore, the 24-hour bookstore um, near my house, uh, they often find photos in the books that people leave, and oh, then yeah. they, they've collated a box of all these photos and like letters and stuff that people have left in books that they've donated. It's Very interesting. Cool. I'm really worried because I never print them out anymore. You know, everything's just on your iPhone. Yeah. You're like, oh, we've got to get to that. Hey, Greg, first time on air. Welcome as well from Bribey Island. Oh. Hi, how are you going? Good. Good. What do you want to talk about? first calls oh you're talking yesterday about uh the uh i'm a bit nervous the guy we were talking about yesterday about uh ha 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 and how he felt that it was the wrong thing to do Nick Cummings uh, um, apparently posted, he's The Bachelor, he commented on someone um, commenting on his photo and Maddie thought it was inappropriate. Yeah, she said she wanted to get on top of him, that's and what made wrote, it inappropriate. And he wrote ha ha. Yes. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah. Well, I used, I was, used to do live theatre and I had to do a scene in front of my wife. It was called California Suite. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had to get down in boxes with uh, a friend on the stage and kiss in front of my wife and family. Mm. It was quite interesting. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, saw, I know, found it, yeah, it's weird because I did theatre as well. On stage, I'm okay. You know what I found weird, Greg? The rehearsals. rehearsals. Yeah, rehearsals were very mm. nerving, but um, it didn't affect my wife or I. We'd been married for a while now. and mm. it was We just looked at it and we had our conversations when we went home, but everything was good. Was she attractive, the girl you had to kiss? Very. Yeah. yeah. My, so what would you um, think about that, though, Manny? Yeah. A friend I worked yep. with when I ran the, the coffee shop, her husband was up for the role of Jake the Muss in uh, Once Were Warriors, but she wouldn't let him do it because he had to kiss another woman. But it's a role. Yeah, and he went on to be in Star Wars, lots of movies, the guy that played it, oh. she wouldn't let him do it. It's yeah. an acting role, what do you think? No, that's fine, that's, that's a job, fine. that's yeah. different. Hey, uh, Kirsten, morning. Morning, what how do you are you? Wanna, good, what are you chatting about today? I just wanted to talk about that. what I perceive as the increased crime rate. So um, my car was broken into in my driveway and then um, three weeks later it was broken into again um, and they took all of my um, my child's birthday presents out oh. of the boot. Oh. So he's turning three in two weeks and they took all of his gifts out of the boot because you can't hide them in the house because he might find them. Of course. So hiding oh. them in the car. Oh, oh. So, and it's sad because they come back yeah. like only three weeks later and you don't know. Like it's a real, I live in a really nice suburb and yeah, so in your driveway. Yeah, so That's it's wrong. I've Our car's been uh, rummaged through in our place where we're living at the moment. I think it's just, it's quite common. People just go around. Did, did your car lock or did they smash the window? No, so um, I don't know how they got in, but it, it, the window wasn't smashed either time. Yeah, but see. It was clearly they were looking for either money or the garage remote. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. And that's the thing, you think about if you are rushing in and out with kids, you forget to lock the car, You might, one out of a hundred, you're going to probably get something out of it, Do aren't you? Do you reckon someone in the neighbourhood? Yeah, probably. You reckon? Yeah. My neighbours did have a very similar watch to me the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. (laughs) 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 Ah, Children. Children, children. Your um, son thinks I'm a bit of a hero, I just found out. For all the wrong reasons, though, Maddie. 
Because we, I, I'm not a soft drink lover, and oh, I don't yeah. like giving them soft drink. But he had it for the first time at your house, and Lemonade. now you, yeah, and you gave him two cans, and he's an addict. Like, have you seen him drink it? He just drinks it with two hands, and you promised him one. And now I tell him that you hand out iPhones to kids, and I've told him he's not allowed to get one until he's 16. So he wants to get one from you because you just. You want an iPhone? You want an iPhone? You want an iPhone? How old are you? You're one. Here you go. Have that. If I <laughs> ever become divorced, which yeah. touch what I don't, uh-huh. I'm going to be a Disney dad. A that, Disney dad? You know, the, you come come to dad's place, you go to Disneyland, oh, you like, know, like that. Everything is just fun yeah. because I can't be bothered saying Parenting. no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rules are at mum's house, come uh. to dad's place, uh-huh. we live it up. But, who have you given an iPhone to? Eden, our one-year-old. <laughs> you have not. <laughs> you what? You gave a one-year-old an iPhone. She's got an iPhone 5S. Is it true? Like she's got a better iPhone than me. Isn't it true that? But has she? Yeah. Is it true that you were like he has? You don't have an Xbox, do you? No, I got a PlayStation. But your son, who's four, has yeah. one in his has house. An Xbox and a big big screen TV in his bedroom. Not yeah. a big screen. Yeah, I hung out there when I came over. It was great. Thirty-two inch. He's got a uh, double bed and a jacuzzi. He doesn't have a double. He's bed. got a double He's bed. A double bed. His and pad is better than mine. And a TV and an Xbox. Xbox That's One. Sweet. Oh, for, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Let's do a GoFundMe page. Is that what you said you were going to do before <laughs> before you had kids, though? Nah, I was the full pre-kids. Uh, was the full, you know, nah, you got to work for your money. My parents made me get a job when I was 14. I had to earn everything. I'm, I'm, I am a shocker. We're our, but but the, but, but backtracking. But, yeah, it's because but. we have an older son, Ethan, who's sixteen, and he has a job. He mm. works at a fish yeah. and chip shop. Yeah, but we just—it's all hand-me-down stuff. So he's had a double bed. He's now in a queen bed. <laughs> so oh, wait. he still had to have the big stuff in the first place for you yeah. to hand it down to someone. It's a second-hand TV and an Xbox One, mate. I'm it is. so sorry. Yeah. You're but struggling. I think what you're saying yeah. is you wouldn't have given it to your oldest at that age. Oh, you did. You oh, did. Man. That's where they've got the TV. So I'm saying, what? it's where they've got them. They hand them down. Surely yeah. he would have got it when he was six. Oh, no, he got it when he was okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Well, he, well, he, their own. I always said I was never going to give my kid a dummy, and he's a dummy addict. Oh yeah, but you know what? That's the thing. Once you realise the dummy fixes the job, yeah. you're just you like, just like oh, pow, yeah. pow. I always and said I would never feed to... mine, but you can't <laughs> 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 have to. No, you said you'd never have that. That's true. That's yes, true. that's yeah. true. I I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Esther got a new iPhone, which meant that her iPhone went to Ethan, our eldest. Ethan's iPhone then got passed down. To Eden. What so, does a one-year-old do with a, a phone? ABC Kids. She, she loves to flick through and watch that. And watch, can she swipe? Yeah, that's, that's her favourite bit. Yeah, if you if you can do parental lock on it where they can't change the screen, yeah. if you lock that on, she cracks it. She's a, she if she gets bored, she'll tap the little X and then slide across to a new video. You know how bad I am with computers. If yeah. I've got an issue, I'm going to get Eden over to fix it for me. Oh, she'll well, sort I, it out for you. I was chatting to her yesterday. She gave me a call. <laughs> well, 13, 10, 60. She was things... like, do you believe that Peppa Pig today? <laughs> Sorry. Things you said you'd never do before you had kids. I know. You know when you were like judgy, you're like, I'm never going to do that, and now you do it. So 13, 10, 60. Mm, yeah. My kids are never getting a phone until they're 16. No, I still say that. Nah, I'll have, I'll, Eden will have an iPhone. She, she's getting the new ten shortly. So if you, if you want, she can do it to uh, Vinny. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. <laughs> yeah, thirteen, ten, sixty. What did you say you'd never do before you had kids? Andrew and Red Bank Plains. What was that for you? Hey mate, um, I I said to my wife that I'd never let kids sleep in the bed with us. Ah, uh, yeah. 
so that they had their own space. And um, two years on, and yeah, my son still sleeps in the bed with us. I don't think he spent tonight in his own bed. Yeah. It's too hard, isn't it, Andrew? When you're really tired to walk them back, you're like, oh, they won't Especially do this when winter. they're 16. Yeah, winter, it's too cold to get out. Yeah. Katie from Mitchelton, what did you say you'd never do before kids? I said I'd never get pre-made food for them. I'd never let them have dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. And I said no iPad. <laughs> and my son is literally in the back saying, I want more cereal from a cup, and the iPad's not working. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's true. It's true. You just you know you just got to do what you got to do to get through the day. And how yeah. cool are those dinosaurs? <laughs> They're great. I They're love really those. good. Rawr. Hey Nick, first time on air. Welcome, by the way, from Caboolture. What'd you say you'd never do before you had kids? As a young guys, I said I'd never bore my child. So far, it's those animal jumping castles set up, forty-two inch TV, and we went shopping the other day, and he said bike. So I bought him a bike. Wow. <laughs> okay. Is there? <laughs> is it just because he's so damned adorable and you can't say no, Nick? Yeah, pretty much. And he cracks attention when he doesn't get what yeah. he yeah. wants. So yeah, yeah. Right, 16, what I want. Yeah, sixteen years time, we're going to go. Is your child a douche? Thirteen, ten, sixty. Are you to blame? <laughs> uh, we all are to blame. Oh, we're I the way we are because of our parents. It's the circle of life. Akuna Matata. Peter in Yarraville. What did you say you'd never do before you uh, had kids? Well, mine's similar to Maddie. I said no phones till they're 16. Um, my three-year-old and six-year-old have iPhone 6S pluses. Wow. <laughs> wow. Were they a hand-me-down yeah. or did you actually buy it for them? No, no. Me and the missus got new phones, so we gave yeah. them our old one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Are they on WhatsApp texting each other and all that sort of stuff? <laughs> no, no, monitoring them. But, yeah, yeah. They, they like they like YouTube. The three-year-old calls it uh, TuTube. Oh. Two tube. Oh, that is cute, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. As, as I always say, yeah. you know, you know when people what do you go. Always what say do you always say? <laughs> what do you always say? Pull a up a chair, guys. A small amount of corruption is okay. Yeah, there's do. money to be made here. Uh, nothing feels up, as good as, as rich, rich feels. feels. Yes, and don't ban kids from the iPad. It's just punishing yourself. He does always say that. Yeah, he does always say that. But what about in years to come? Oh, that's their problem when they're older and grown up. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Don't miss out on the Subaru four-day sale event in Saturday. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Hit 105's Alpha Bucks truly is the biggest cash contest in Brisbane. I can guarantee we've given away already over $210,000 with Alpha Bucks. And just, I looked over our accounts yesterday to yes. update everyone. Yep. In all the Alpha Bucks money that we've given away this week, plus the 5K for our handball competition. Yeah. Twenty grand has left our um, our prize account just this week. Wow, we're just splashing cash. We're um, where, new financial where? year. Woo! Where is this uh, prize account? Oh no, you're not allowed access. It's oh. The one with the big key. It's yes. next to the uh, the beer fridge that got a key on it because of you. <laughs> hey, hey, let's give away ten thousand dollars. In Burp and Gary, we gave away the money yesterday. We want to do it again. Are you ready to make our boss sweat? I can't believe I got through. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, did. you got through. First time on air. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, all right, mate. The wife and kids are in the car and they went to school. We play every morning, mate. They're going to lose their bananas. Right, Say okay. hi to them. <coughs> G'day, wife and kids. Yeah, well said. <laughs> maybe, some hey, na- maybe some names. I've got names, like identifying purposes. Oh, okay. Melissa, Kyra and Arlen. There, there we go. go. You've got them right. Well done. Okay, so you get $50 for each correct answer. Say pass if you can't feel quick. Think quickly, and each answer needs to start with the letter that Stab's about to give you. Good luck, Craig. 
No worries, thank you. Okay, Craig, your letter for today, buddy, is D for Dad. Got it. Got it. And your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name a flower. Dandelion. Name something you can roll. A dog. <laughs> name a hobby. <laughs> Drumming. Name a book series. Uh, pass. Name a musician. Uh, Dimu Borgu. Name a type of brand of shoe. Uh, Docs. Name a superhero. Uh, Daredevil. Name something you do on the weekend. <laughs> Play the drums, drumming. Name a male actor. Uh, now, um, look, the... I, I don't own a dog, but it, Can you, you, don't take a, you, a, you don't roll. take a dog for a <laughs> roll. No, they can't roll a dog, but what did you say for a musician? <laughs> His name's Dimu Borger, the drummer, uh, the musician, yeah. uh, the band. You're he's, a big drummer, aren't you? $350. <laughs> No, that's good enough. We'll go towards the car project. Thank you very much, guys. Well, well done. Wife and kids, we didn't win the 10 grand, but we've done it close enough. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go, buddy. Buy yourself uh, something for the drums. Uh, Alpha Bus, 8 a.m. Every single morning we play. 10 grand went off yesterday. Will you be our next big $10,000 winner? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Kyle Sandilands is a no-nonsense straight shooter. Case closed. No one's getting anything. This is Trial by Kyle. Kyle Sandilands on the air. Good morning, buddy. Hi, guys. How I feel like a streetwalker. I've worked at every station in Brisbane. Thanks for having me back because it's like you're coming up with an old girlfriend. You run into him at a shopping centre and you're like, oh, do I say hi or do I not say hi? It's awkward. You know the feeling? Yeah, you yeah. want me to start by saying, you look really good. Are you happy? Yeah. Oh, you know I've gone, you know I've put on a heap of oh, weight, so I, I know notice. instantly you're having a go at me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? When that happens, you always judge the man they're with now. Oh, and you think, 100%. I'm better than him. Oh, well, I always hope they're in a Megadeth T-shirt and a beanie because they're always the horrible ones. <laughs> you know, they've got, they've, they've, they've got that junky teeth. That's what I always hope for. Uh, you've always been a Judge Judy fan because I'm a huge fan. Like, I used to read all yeah. the books like um, uh, Beauty Fades but Dumb is Forever. I'm like, she's such a classic. I've never read it. I didn't oh. even know Judy had books, but That's I'm not a big reader. Thing. Yeah, You can yeah. probably tell. I'm not a big reader. I, I thought, why bother reading when you can see DVDs? So I gave yeah. up books long ago. But then I was never expecting to get a call up uh, from Channel 10 saying, oh, do you want to do this? Because I, when, I, when it happened, I thought, uh, uh, well, why me? Like, I just felt like I was the wrong fit for it. I was like, <laughs> no. you know why? Because it rhymes, Kyle. No, but it was the show was supposed to be called King Kyle's Trial or something dumb. And I was like, nah, I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, right. Don't like it. No, King Kyle's Court. And I was like, KKC? That sounds too. That sounds too edgy. I don't like it. I don't want that. I don't want that sort of a vibe. But anyway, they, and eventually, I did it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I wasn't real sure that it'd even do any good until halfway through filming it. To tell you the truth, I've watched bits of the show, and uh, it's got that real sort of American Judge Judy vibe to it that we're talking about. We do have a voicemail here that's been left for us that we've been told that we uh, have to play you. L- listen to this. Right. Hey, Kyle. It's Jerry Springer here. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt told me about your new show, Trial by Kyle. It sounds like it's going to be really great, so let me know if you need any tips, okay? I hope all of Australia is chanting, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> the Jerry Springer seal I was of just approval. Running. I thought he died, Jerry Springer. <laughs> no. Where's his show? I want to see Crack Addicts run. I loved that show so much. Well, I mean, isn't that what you've got? Haven't you got porn stars on yours? You're yes, close. Yes, yes. How did you get them? 
Well, well, because well, well, the only way I said I'd do it is I said, listen, uh, on Judge Judy and everything, it's all it's sort of sort of stoner viewing, you know, like you sit at home. Yeah. But I thought uh, if this is going to go on at night, uh, we need to make it a bit sexier, a bit edgier, like a little bit more cheeky, because that she's not really cheeky. Mm. So um, I said it needs to come in the, the you know the people that are on the show. Mm. So a couple of them are porn stars, and they're in the same movie. They've got issue because he's selling it for cheaper than she's selling it for, and that wasn't the agreement. <laughs> right. Then obviously I have to watch the porno to get the full understanding oh, of everything. Obviously. Does anyone pay? No one pays for porn now, do they? No. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> Why are you saying yes? Manny's saying that he don't, never watches it. Yeah, I don't really never. watch it, but I don't, no one pays for it. I, oh, hang I'm on. Not, what, what do you mean you never watch it? He says he doesn't watch porn. Yeah, he says he doesn't I, watch it. Yeah. He's not into it. I Why lost not? my laptop for a two, a two weeks and Pornhub sent a wreath to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, I don't believe you don't watch it. I didn't get into Game of Thrones either because it Why? had... I just Too felt like nudity. the nudity was just unnecessary. It's like, oh, oh the story you're was... a funny little thing. You've got, yes. all, you've got issues. Yeah. Thank you. This is really nice hearing it come from you. That's an issue. You've got, a, you've got some weird... You guys, you need to crack that open. Well, no, we've been trying. Yeah. What are the, do, you have a, do you have a missus or what's going on? Yeah, I'm married, so... I'm, oh, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> three kids. I get missionary what? twice a week. Yeah, I got three kids too. Yeah, you don't you don't mix it up a bit or what? Uh, occasionally we'll do it on a Wednesday instead do you of a feel, Tuesday. Do you feel as if you're cheating against your wife if you're watching you sneak in a couple of minutes of porn? Uh, I th- you know, I think that might be He's a, kind you of You have the, a huge fear of any cheating ideas. Like, we've been talking this week about writing comments on other people's Instagram. Like, anything's just, like, that. not allowed yeah, to no, do that. That's not, you know, one's, no boys are allowed to write on any other girl's Instagram. Thank you very much, Kyle. Everyone knows that. Did you hear about the honey badger, like what he did? What did the badger do? So, he put a post up on top of a car saying, oh, I, uh, good to get on top of things. A little hotsy totsy's written, ha- uh, written to him and said, I'd love to get on top of you. Right. The only comment in 170 comments, he replied to her saying, ha ha. And I what thought, a dog. What a dog. Yes. It's Isn't just it, a ha ha. It means bugger all. Listen, we're not as all as promiscuous as you, obviously. Because, <laughs> right, when you, this is what happens. In my life, right, yeah. I used to be a terrible bloke. Then I met a girl, Imogen, who I'm with now, that I'm terrified of. And I've stepped out of line. She'd hack my penis off while I slept. That's what you mean. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're such a good boy and you never do anything wrong. So uh, any plans to get married then? Well, whenever she decides to get married, <laughs> yeah. I'll instantly walk down the aisle. Yeah. I do as I'm told now. Buddy, trial by Kyle, 8.30, Channel 10 is where you can watch it. Thanks, Thanks for coming guys. on, man. You too. Appreciate it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. This next song, I want to sing a song right now. Stav, suburban song. What are you going to sing? Singing a suburban song. Yeah, they're back. The Suburban Songs, where uh, we ask you guys on Facebook what needs to go into a song about any given suburb of Brisbane. This week, it was Wynnum, and we put it up earlier on in the week of things uh, that need to go up there. Uh, we also hit the streets of Wynnum and asked the people what should go into a song about Wynnum. This is what they said. I've been living down here for a few years now, and one thing I like about Wynnum is the walk along the morning along the uh, Esplanade. My favourite part about Wynnum is the wading pool. The mangroves, because of the mosquitoes they provide every afternoon when the sun goes down. <laughs> the waterfront, definitely. It's great. The chook pen was named after a good friend of ours, Anthony Schweitzer. Every home game, it's full to the brim. Every home game. 
Chook pen at the footy ground. Yeah, chook pen. not an actual chook pen, chook but pen. it's just what they call yeah, it. Yeah, I actually thought it was a chook yeah, pen. Right. I was like, that probably <laughs> that's famous. It's they, named after someone. That's awesome. They carry on like chooks in there. Yes. A few other things that need it. They got mentioned on Facebook. A lot of comments on Facebook. Apparently, the fish and chips are great. Yes, they are. Uh-huh. Is that near the, the whale? Yes. The whale's got a mention as well. If you're near the water and you run a fish and chip shop that's not successful, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Isn't there? Uh, the Centrelink's quite busy as well. And uh, a few comments about a few people may or may not be lacking in the tooth department. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. a couple of people. So that makes a mention in the song as well. Song of... All suggested by people in Wynnum, we of should course. say. Of so course. you're so only getting on yourselves. Okay. Wash your hands of that little situation. I've got a friend who lives in Wynnum. <laughs> oh, <okay. Good laughs> Some job. of my best friends are from Wynnum. I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I chose uh, a great song that I've fallen in love with having to record it a thousand times. George Ezra's Shotgun. So here, for the first time back, Suburban Song to Wynnum. <laughs> Mangroves smell you later, no place greater. Down when I'm road, down when I'm road. Mosquitoes buzzing in the atmosphere, that dole line will be filling later. I could get used to this. When is a sight you should see, watch the sunrise and you'll see what I mean. Well, park tide pool and a center link too. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun, headed out to Wyndham. Esplanade's where I run. I'll ride out to Wyndham, see the rising of the sun. Chook pens where we have fun. Oh, whoa. Wyndham Road's gonna aggravate your navigator. Avoid the tolls, avoid the tolls Seagulls diving round the clock Waterloo Hotel, lagers and shots Yeah, I could get used to this Whales swimming by when I'm What do you mean? Kebab zone has kebabs just for me There's a lighthouse there that I'm thinking of P&C, fish and chips with gravy I'll be riding shotgun, headed out to Wyndham. Esplanade's where I run. Oh, I'll ride out to Wyndham, see the rising of the sun. Chippen's where we have fun. With two teeth in the front, two teeth in the back. Sail in the bay, you won't want to come back. I'll be riding shotgun, headed out to Wyndham. Esplanade's where I run Whoa I'll ride out to Wyndham See the rising of the sun Chook pens where we have fun I'll be riding shotgun Headed out to Wyndham Shout out to Kikunan Oh In Wyndham Yeah Nice work Crowd loved it Loved it And then we had a crowd Yes I've got a suggestion for the next one. Yes. Already. Okay. What about Green Slopes? So it involves his favourite person. Oh. Yes, the Green Slopes pooper. Oh. Is it a challenge? Okay. I got yeah. the song. Cool. I can do that. Shoop, poop, bear, doop. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, <laughs> gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. All right. I want to help people. If you've got a dilemma, send in an email. Dear Abby okay. at hit105.com.au. No E. It's A-L-B-Y. 
I know. Um, this one comes from a guy who has said that he wants to remain anonymous, but it's very specific. And I can only read it out at this time because his wife and his in-laws are overseas That's in India re- at the moment. Reverse anonymous. <laughs> mm, okay, good one. Yeah. All right, he's written, Dear Abby, you got to follow this closely, all right? Okay, all right, one of these. All right. Dear Abby, I'm in a pickle. My wife thinks that I love her parents, and now I think pretending to do so has backfired. Oh, no. My wife is Indian, and her parents are very traditional. Her sister even had an arranged marriage, so I find it really strange that her parents don't like that son-in-law that they had a say in, but they love me, an Aussie who doesn't speak a word of their language. I've always felt that for my wife's happiness, it's important to get along well with her parents as she makes the world of effort with mine. We've recently decided to build our forever home by knocking down ours, so need somewhere to live. It just so happens my sister, uh, my wife and her sister do everything together and her, she is doing the same thing. So here's where it comes in. My wife's sister and her husband have been offered $25,000 by the parents to rent somewhere. But they've said to my wife and myself that because they love me so much, they want us to live with them. Oh, no! This is my uh, worst nightmare. No. I can't stand her parents. Uh-huh. And honestly, I just can't get to wait, get, wait to get away after every family function. I would prefer the cash like her sister. Yeah. And I even suggested it at a family gathering. And they laughed and they said, no way. I'm the son that they've always wanted. Oh, my God. And hint, hint, it's a good time to start trying for kids while you're living under our roof. No, it's not. <laughs> Excuse me, are you getting down and dirty? <laughs> he said, I'm seriously losing sleep over this. How bad can it be? Can someone help out? God. The building contractor said six to eight months. Yeah, no. It's always longer. Yeah, yeah it's always longer. Has anyone lived with their in-laws and it's turned into the worst thing ever? 13, 10, oh. 60, I need help. There's not a chance we'll get a single call over this. How, how good an actor must he be that he's pretending this whole time and they've fallen in love with him? Like, he must be doing some stuff. Well, I guess work. if you only go to family functions, like, I, I agree. I think it's important very to get important. on well with your in laws. Yeah. But I think there's very different between going there for functions and being nice and then you get to go home. Yes. If you're living with them, see, I, I, my husband's so good. We lived with my parents and he was, he's very good, but he's a bit more. How did that go? Oh, really good. Too good. It, too good. Too yeah, good. Because they would all turn on me. Yeah. Like, oh, do you get talked to like this all the time, Scott? Darling, that's not appropriate. We didn't bring you up like this. He's been working hard all day. Yes. Yeah. My mother-in-law always takes my side in arguments. It's great. I don't get that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, 131060, have you lived with your in-laws? Was it the worst thing? Or was it the or best? Was it, did it go okay? Yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. I've got a Dear Abby, and you can send me in one if you've got a pickle, at dearabby at hit105.com.au. This one's from a guy who says that he's always been pretending to like his wife's family. They're a big Indian family. He's always pretended, but unfortunately it's backfired because um, he's building his house, and the family, the parents have said, come and live with us. Mm. But the thing is, they don't like their other son-in-law, so they've offered that family, when they're building the house, 25000 to go and rent somewhere else. They must hate him that much if they'll pay twenty-five dollars to not have him stay. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I'll take the money because we can't afford it if we don't. And they've said, no, 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 no way. You're the son that we've always wanted. You guys are living with us. So 131060, what could possibly go wrong <laughs> living with your in-laws? <laughs> 
Bobby and Jim Boomba, what do you think about this dilly of a pickle? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. I, I love my in-laws, and I think they love me too. Uh-huh. Um, I've been with my partner for four years when we got flooded, so we actually had to move in with the in-laws, and she just liked her space. And in the end, she bought a house so that we could move out. <laughs> oh, that worked for you. It, yeah, it did. Like, I was fine. You know, we went to work, so we were never in each other's pocket. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that might help with, you know, if the parents work and if he works. So, yeah. Um, but in the end, like, she was just like, oh, I remember why you guys moved out now. And, yeah. but everyone else was still renting because of the flood. It was really hard. So she did that was just like, no, no. No, yeah. can't have this. Yeah, it might work out well for them then. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Just wear them down. We've got Vora from Gbung. What do you think about this? Uh, well, good morning, guys. Uh, how are you? Good, good. Vora. Uh, look, I'm Indian. My family's Indian. Um, we've, uh, we've lived together with my family for a while, uh, my wife and I. And I believe it's just a cultural thing where Indian parents think that, um, you know, it's their birthright to live with their children. Right. Yeah. Um, so the gentleman in question has to just be upfront and honest about it and let the missus do all the talking, uh, <laughs> just be sure that he doesn't, and, um, <laughs> and explain the situation Perfect, that he Laura. was born to stay. Yeah. Did you realise you literally said he needs to be upfront and honest and let his wife do the talking? <laughs> <laughs> well, upfront and honest with the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that's what I said. I said, can you just say no? He's written back saying they would be offended. It's Yeah. Like, well, his wife's Indian. He's an Aussie. Uh, that's where I think it's all <laughs> getting getting crossed wires. Kimberly, what could possibly yeah. go wrong if he moves in with the in-laws that he hates? Um, I've got nothing negative. I lived with my in-laws for almost five years, and it was the best thing I ever did. Why? Oh, um, my husband and I sold our house. We moved in with them because we were going to build. Um, my daughter was a month old. And then I guess we just loved it, um, had a son, and then we only moved out in April. Right. And did you, yeah, it was, was it really big enough to, to go. Was it big enough to have your own space or you... Oh, absolutely. The yeah, kids had their own room. We had our own room, own lounge room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was actually really sad to go. They kicked oh. you out? They kicked you out, didn't they, Kimberly? No, they, no absolutely not. <laughs> right. You just Mate, had to grow build, up. We see them every yeah. weekend. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Anne is on. Uh, what do you think, Anne? This will backfire. I'm in that position where it's backfired. Oh, <laughs> what's happened? Oh, just we rented off my parents. They had rental a investment property. They opted to sell, move into that until it sells. Gave us the big property on acreage. Within three months of us all moving, they were back in the house, yeah. uprooting what I'd set up. I had to get rid of my furniture. My mum won't sell anything. Hubby, he, between mum and my husband, in the next few weeks, I reckon it's going to explode. Oh, <laughs> oh you're going to have to. It's going to be on in my house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Set up some GoPros. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah, it just really backfired. Like, if we go to move out, we have to go and buy all new furniture because my mum has literally sold it all. Oh, she's done the whole, it's my house, my I rules, know. even though you could have yeah, it. That's exactly, yeah, and that's exactly it. it just, and then she, like, I've got three young kids in school. She tries overruling 
all that type of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah that's where it gets uh, iffy, iffy too. Yeah. Either who's the parent or whatever. Uh, well, hopefully we've helped out this guy. Yeah, I'll keep in touch and find out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, i got a funny feeling um, as a man, I, don't, I think he's I reckon he's going to be picking up his toll. overtime. I just hope she's not homesick and downloading and listening on the app. I'll imagine that. <laughs> I know. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The technique of in vitro fertilization, or IVF, the embryos are returned to the uterus in the hope that they implant and become a pregnancy. This week it is Natural Fertility Awareness Week and we're chatting with someone who knows a little bit about it, Dr David Knight. He is the director at Demeter Fertility. Good morning. Good morning. I've been quite honest with saying that I have had issues trying to have this third baby and a lot of women have reached out saying how difficult it's been and I feel like we just presume when we get to a certain age that we're going to be able to have kids. But I was reading the stats that it's really quite difficult to fall pregnant every month. Well, it, it kind of is. Uh, and it, it changes really um, hugely between maybe 20 and 40, 20 a month, couple of months. Um, people are often um, um, pregnant and, and on their way. And, and I guess for a lot of human history, when people didn't live much beyond 20 or 25, um, you know, that was normal. But these days we live a lot longer and we've got a whole pile of other things going on in our lives. And so, you know, people in, in their 40s are meeting the people they want to have babies with, and, and it can be really hard. They might only make an egg once every year or once every two years that's good enough to make a baby. So, mate, you're a fertility expert, and you hear all these things about, and I know my wife and I did it, when you are having sex to make a baby, you put your legs up to, to get it to stay in there, yeah. or there's certain positions to that works better. Is, is any of that true? Uh, yeah, it's true that people say those things, uh, very much so. <laughs> but, but in your experience, if, I, if, if we came to you and we said what positions or whatever is going to be the best, what would you recommend? Uh, whatever you like, to be quite honest. Yeah, okay. um, something that's comfortable. But in regard to improving your chances of having a baby, none of those are actually going to make any difference. Right. And the reason is that the, the sperm, um, from, the, from the minute the sperm goes in, is in the vagina, within seven seconds... Sperm is, in experiments has been detected at the end of the tubes. Right. And that sperm will stay in there and, and be useful at conception for, for up to five days. So, so not only does later. it get in really yeah. quickly, it also hangs around. I didn't, they're just having a party in there for five days. Go, All right, time to wrap up, fellas. <laughs> time to go and to get pregnant. Well, that's right, and there's, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that preparation of the sperm over a couple of days is, is associated with an improvement in, in pregnancy transfers. So, in fact, the, the, the time associated with the, the highest pregnancy rates is intercourse a couple of days before ovulation occurs. Yeah, right. Is it true that our female sperm that produce a female um, are more resilient than males? Or is that a myth? Um, females are more resilient than males. We all know that. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> it's got to start somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, um, what we see around the world is is uh, for every 100 females born, there's 105 males born. Um, and and we think that part of that, that slight difference in, in the numbers is that males are more likely to die um, during the first 20 years of their life. Right. Um, so it's nature sort of evening things up in regard to that. How long should a couple wait before they go to seek professional help? If, if people have been having intercourse and, they, and they're not conceiving, then um, a little bit depends on how old they are. But the general rule of thumb is, is one to two years 
half of people in their 20s, um, um, a year or so in their early 30s, maybe six months from 35 onwards. Right. And certainly at 40, you know, if people haven't conceived within six months, it's, it's worthwhile getting, getting some advice about it, whether or not people proceed down a fertility treatment path is, is separate. But, it's a, you know, knowledge and advice is always generally positive. That's true. Now, you're the medical director of uh, Demeter Fertility, and I believe that... Did you, yes. and you, you and your wife had fertility yourself? Oh, like, you had, uh, we sorry, IVF? We did. We had a number of cycles of, of, of ICSI. That's what happens when you get older and you, you fall in love again. Um, <laughs> and, um, and it was incredibly frustrating. In fact, Tony was living in Brisbane and I was living in Sydney at the time. So not only were we doing IVF, we were also... Um, um, commuting from city to city. Yeah. I always thought that given we knew a fair bit about it, that we would really cope with it well. Oh, that wasn't true. Oh. We were terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> was terrible. Doctors make the worst patients, is that right? <laughs> Just like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what's going on, but boy, when you don't get what you want, yeah. you get frustrated. But look, we, we, we hung in there and we were we were very fortunate and we've got a delightful little bloke together, which is uh, the apple of his father's and his mother's eye. Yeah, lovely. Well, Dr. David Knight um, from Demeter Fertility, thank you so much for coming on, mate. We really appreciate your honesty and chatting with us this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure. You guys have a great day, yeah? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Let's reflect and see what we are and aren't thankful for in our lives. I am thankful for you, Maddie Acton, because you've got me onto Audi, which yesterday was my first shop, and it was the most exciting experience I've had for a long time. (laughs) Oh, look at this. Oh! Look at this. It was okay. like when my grandma first went on the internet. Yes. <laughs> and I really liked it. It's changed since I went there like years ago. Yeah. Anyway, so I got on board and my husband was there. And I remember Maddie saying to me, no, have fun, but avoid the middle aisles. Uh-huh. And I thought that was the junk food aisle. Right. And I thought he was just giving me a little bit of warning of, hey, slow, slow up there, Jim. <laughs> and then as I was putting these suppression tights into my trolley, Along with a mini pool table. Yeah. <laughs> Gets you every time. I realised what you meant by the middle aisles, but yeah. we needed those. Of course, yeah, you, of course did. you did. Yeah. Who doesn't need a mini billiards table? So thanks. But <laughs> kind of moving. Just popping down for some milk and a chainsaw, honey. Uh-huh. I'll be back shortly. I've already started planning my Christmas. Uh presents. Uh-huh. Oh. I like to jump ahead, you know, and like budget like, for it. I like surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are organising to get our children a C-U-B-B-Y. Cubby house. I'm smelling it in case the kids are in the car. I'm dyslexic. Just going to spell it slower. <laughs> the thing is, though, I'm not man enough to be able to build that myself. So, you know when you go places where there's real men, you have conversations like, yeah, I'm looking at looking for a C-U-B-B-Y. I've noticed you start using a different voice yeah, yeah, and you mate. throw out like, mate. Hey, bloke, how hey, are you? Hey, mate. Well, do you spell it to them? Uh, <laughs> yes. And then I say, yeah, that's that's the one I want. The kids will love that. Hey, mate, do you uh, want us to install that for another 600 bucks or can you build it yourself? Nah, mate, I can build it, I reckon. Because there's poles, you'll have to concrete them. Yeah, I got a mixer under the house. No worries. <laughs> no, you don't. I know, I, I know that. I've been under your house. I know that. Scotty's got a mixer. He'll yes. come over and do it for you. Now I need to be like, hey, Scotty. You know, can you come around and help me? Yeah, build but just this? don't spell it to him because he's worse dyslexic <laughs> than I am. He won't know any what you want. <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> and they know. They, I reckon they know when you met Trump. Do you reckon it was your cardi and your perfectly manicured hands that gave it away? 
No, I was on the phone. Oh. So it was his voice. <laughs> it was his voice. <laughs> hey there, Foxtel. And all the wonderful entertainment that you provide me. I called up yesterday for a chat. And in the process of that chat, you reduced my monthly bill from a bit to $99 a month and gave me every single channel that you have. Sweet. Sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, the old threat to leave. No, I didn't even do that. I didn't even do that. But here's the problem. If you could have done that before, why didn't you do it? I wanted your sweet cash. But you could have always had it at that price. But they, why would they offer you cheaper if they have... That's so, just mean. That <laughs> <laughs> That's just Sorry, mean. Sorry, company. It's just mean. Hey, thanks. It's just mean. Yes. <laughs> if everyone didn't do that, the world would be a much nicer place. But they needed to make money. They, but they're still making money. <laughs> I think, obviously, they could give it to me at a much cheaper rate than the one they're giving it to me now. Well, do you, do you think that our general manager thinks the same thing in your contract negotiations? <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was sure. There you go. Cool. Uh, <laughs> thanks. No thanks. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, uh, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow. We've already given away $10,000 this week. Uh, it'll be the 24th of August tomorrow, Friday, 8 a.m. Here's the letter to practice. T for Thomas. All right, that's tomorrow. Pterodactyl. Tarantula. That's what you said, a dinosaur. Yeah. The flying one, right? Yeah. It starts with a P. (laughs) Pterodactyl? Yes. Pterodactyl does? Yes. It does not start with a P. Pterodactyl starts with a P, guys. What? Is it PH? A pterodactyl? No. Pterodactyl starts with a T. A P. Pterodactyl. Yes. Pterodactyl. No, you're saying... (laughs) First, you said T. It's spelt pterodactyl, but it's pronounced... Pterodactyl. <laughs> what? What? Are you serious? Are you joking? No, I'm not. What you Google not? it. <laughs> Google, Google pterodactyl. No, it's pterodactyl. pterodactyl. Good gosh. <laughs> Working with buffoons. Oh, PT. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Pterodactyl. It's but a it's silent said, P. Yes, it's a silent. That's what I just said. <laughs> Holy shit! I never knew that. Here you are feeling dumb because you're like, oh, I wasn't I feeling <laughs> he dumb. He wasn't. He was feeling superior. No. Wow. Pterodactyl starts with a P. <laughs> it's Greek. Man, you God, you live and you learn, don't you? <laughs> How many times have you ever, like, when do you talk about pterodactyls? I've written pterodactyl incorrectly so many times that my life. God, don't get me started. What do you, you do know, for a living pterodactyl trainer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, got you on that one. Distant relative of the tortoise. No, okay, let's stop that. Oh, what's a tortoise? You don't even know how to say say it incorrectly anymore. No, I've changed because I learned from my mistakes. Shit, pterodactyl. (laughs) P-T-E-R-O-D-A-C-T-Y-L. Man. That's what you learnt today on the podcast. See you tomorrow. There's lots of pea-starting dinosaurs. Like what? Tyrannosaurus rex. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a P-Rex, not a (laughs) T-Rex. <laughs> Look at that Pistegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pyteratops. <laughs> okay. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Hit 105. Nando's. 
the home of Perry Perry Chicken.